Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast where we take a box on this side, a box on that side, and make sure that the boxes all line up, or something like that. Uh, I'm Scotty Jackson, joined as always by the wonderful Rosemary Orchard. Hi Rose, how are things? I'm pretty good, but I didn't realize that you could see in my office. We usually do like an audio recording. Did I turn the camera on? Is that why you see all the boxes? Like I've been rearranging things. It's boxes everywhere. Boxes can be intuited. Uh, always, uh, always boxes. Always boxes. Fair enough. Uh, hi, if you're new here, it is uh, lovely to have you. Uh, thanks for joining. Uh, you can find all of our podcast episodes at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where we feature all the episodes that we've launched over the last two weeks, over the last few years. And if you really love what you hear and think, gee, I'd love to hear more of that, if only they had bonus episodes uh, for those who would support them, hey, good news. Uh, nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where yes, you can support us. And yes, you get a bonus episode every month featuring your questions, challenges, and access to an AMA. And of course, Nested Folders stickers. Show your Nested mm-hmm. Foldery love. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary, Yes. Let's talk about boxes, but specifically the boxes I had in mind were, you know, the various different compartmentalizations of our lives. Um, as I've mm-hmm. said before, I loathe the concept of work-life balance because I think it's a, a flawed and uh, illogical pursuit because it immediately assumes that somehow work and life are separate things, uh, which yeah. they are not. Uh, but I get what it's trying to talk about, which is balancing the different elements that we have in our lives and making sure that they are in check. And I thought it'd be interesting to talk about some of the ways that we do this for ourselves, particularly as those who wear different hats, uh, in our lives between our professional, personal, uh, you know, solo professional nerd family people lives. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, really interesting. It's quite important to to look at life as more than just a work-life balance because, you know, if you're looking at it through the lens of it's a work-life balance, then essentially what you're saying is your life is a seesaw. And that means that one side goes up and the other side goes down. But realistically, you know, it, it, that that's quite two-dimensional. If you think about it more, really, it, it's more of those, um, like, whatever those rockers are that they have in kids' playgrounds, where there's, like, a dome underneath and a plate kind of thing on top. And, like, it can go in all of the different directions depending mm. on where, you know, where the weight is at that moment in time. Um, and sometimes, you know, if you like, if you get a really big kid who who jumps on there with lots of little kids, then they'll kind of end up, you know, squashing onto one side together, which can happen with your life as well, where it feels like all of your energy gets pulled into um, like one of those segments. Um, you know, if you think of that 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 plate as actually more like a pizza, you know, with the different slices, that's the different areas of your life. Um, you know, sometimes you do end up with all the topping in one place. Uh, but just like pizza, if you, you get a pizza and all toppings in one place, you can always redistribute it. Um, and it's, it's good to look at your life the same way and see, you know, like, you know, where, 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 where is the, uh, the energy going or where are the toppings on my pizza going right now? And, uh, is that, that a good thing or do I need to shuffle some of this around and redistribute things for a uh, more even and balanced approach? That is a really good, in the playground of our lives, this is the equipment that Mm -hmm. we need to manage. And for me, one of the things that I've been finding super useful lately is, number one, making sure that if I say it out loud as a plan, it goes on the calendar, uh, because otherwise Mm -hmm. it disappears immediately. But not just that, but we've done a really good job, I think, in our family of architecting a variety of different calendars and how we share them. So, for example, we now have a calendar for each of the children 
so that they can mm-hmm. have their, their, you know, schoolwork and anything planned that they have. But that's also shared with my wife and I. But then we also have an all family calendar that is shared with all five of us. And then my wife and I also have a shared calendar between the two of us. So for just the things that the kids don't need to see, like, you know, if we, you know, have a, maintenance inspection going on or a kitchen repair happening because someone's dishwasher blew up. I'm not going to name any names. Obviously Mm -hmm. then we've got a We've got a calendar for that and all of them represented by their own color. So that at a glance I can see where my attention is. I mean, obviously because I'm a meetings person in my professional work, that's going to occupy a lot of space, you know, during that, you know, 8am to 5pm area. But it's nice to see the colors represented of all of the different things. You know, what are we doing for basketball? Who's having a sleepover? Have I told one of the kids we're going to play some Uno after work and put that in my calendar? Have I uh, said that, you know, we're going to run these errands, put that in the calendar? Seeing those colors and knowing that I have the attention distributed in those different ways has been really, really helpful for me. Yes. And I think it's one of those things, you know, like, when when you commit to doing something, it's going to take a particular amount of time and it needs to be like at a specific time um, or similar, putting it in your calendar. Okay, so next time I'm going into the office, I'm going to make some cookies. Okay, and I did this last time as well. Guess Ooh. what I didn't do last time? I didn't put it in my calendar. I didn't put the cookie baking into my calendar. So I'm there at like 1030 at night baking cookies because I forgot and I promised and I was going to feel bad for myself. If I didn't do it, not just, you know, for letting people down by not bringing in cookies. Uh, I'm pleased to say cookies were a success. Um, And so hence making them again for next time because we're doing a sort of Christmas theme. Um, And, uh, you know, so I've put that in my calendar already. And I've not just put it in my calendar. I've put it in my calendar with a bit of a buffer time because, you know, it, it takes like 10 minutes to bake the cookies, right? But that's not including all the prep time beforehand and so doing some of the washing up and clearing up afterwards so that I can actually, you know, get around my kitchen and, and use it all um, again properly when I'm done. So, you know, I've I've looked at it and gone, OK, you know, it's, it's kind of similar, right? If you've got to go to the dentist, right, you need to plan in your travel time before you go to the dentist mm-hmm. and a little bit of waiting time at the dentist and then your travel time after the dentist. If I was traveling somewhere, I would actually use the travel time feature in 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 the calendar app. Um, but as it is, you know, like the, the baking of the cookies, I've just put in my calendar. I just put an hour and a half in there because you know what? If I finish early, that's great. That gives me more time. I can pull something else in that needs to be done, whatever. But if I... You know, if I run up to, you know, the end of the hour and a half and I've put other things in my calendar for the same day, I'm really going to regret that and I'm going to struggle to fit it all in. So because I I committed to it, I've put it in my calendar. And I think it is quite important when you say to yourself, right, okay, so when I finish, um, you know, work, I am going to do this, Um, you know, like having it in a place where you can see it. And if you have to move it, you can see the impact on other things. Um, can be very, very, very helpful for making sure that you don't accidentally end up with all the things cramming into your calendar at the same time. Those secondary effects are so important to look out for too. Thinking about your I'm going to bake cookies plan, you need to also consider the fact of, oh, oh, what if it turns out I don't actually have flour? So, Mm -hmm. you know, have have I made sure that the you know the presence of all of the things is accounted for and if not how do i make sure that that time to go to the grocery store and pick that up is either factored into the overall plan or at least not impacting 
my other commitments and making sure that, you know, everything keeps balanced and keeps in check. The other thing that that I found really helpful as part of my morning ritual is that I have, you know, for a long time been doing a morning ritual with a, you know, a daily journal here. Here are my meetings for the day. Here's my task list for the day. But I've started splitting my task list into two categories. The first one being today I must and today I would like to because first of all, that honors due dates and that sort of thing. But it also gets me thinking in different ways because I've been trying to think about, you know, what is the list of tasks that I want to see today, as opposed to this subdivision where I am clearly thinking about what I have to do and then what I want to do. And that's where that, you know, that other element of balancing the areas of my life comes in too, where, you know, maybe part of today I would like to is take a longer lunch break, or maybe today I would like to listen to this podcast in the background while I'm working or, Mm-hmm. or it's, you know, today I would like to, you know, finish at four so I can get an early jump on dinner. I don't have to, but I would like to. And yes. thinking thinking that that slightly nuanced different way between the list of my hard commitments and the way I want today to go has also been really helpful for me because it gets me into that mode of thinking, not just about what do I need to get done at work today, but it also gets me thinking about, how do I structure my overall day so that I'm so that I'm giving appropriate attention to each of the parts of my life that will factor into today? Yes, and I th- I think that really is important to look at because the other thing that I found is if I start um like if I start my day without uh doing a little bit of a plan and I do something very similar to you which I'll get to in a moment and if I start my day without that plan um and if I start my day without um, you know, going through and uh, making, um, you know, the list of the things that need to be done and then doing something on that list. It gets very quickly into being, you know, a bit of a procrastination game, which is not to say I'm not mm. doing anything, quite the contrary. Um, my job is the kind of job where I can't really write a precise to-do list because I don't actually know what I'm going to be doing precisely until I get to it. It's more a case of like, here is a nebulous project thing. Go figure it out. Um, you know, yeah. and so I can, of course, make make a list of tasks and so on as part of that. Um, but you know, until I've got there, I can't do that. And if I sit down and start figuring out all the nebulous tasks about out, about the project, then just the way it works, I, I'll end up having to write some of the code to be able to find out what the next steps are and so on. You know, it's very much a you plan your next action when you've done your previous action to an extent, um, sort right. of thing. Um, so, you know, I have to be a little bit careful about that, but I found, especially when it comes to the other things, okay, like today, I'd also like to do a couple of loads of laundry, um, you know, to make sure that I don't end up not being able to pack something for an upcoming trip. I had that a couple of weeks ago. I went on a trip and before I went and I, I wanted to make sure that I'd done my laundry before I went. So A, I didn't come home with laundry and also, oh my God, I have nowhere to put laundry because I've got all the laundry that needs doing. Mm. And B, so when I went to pack stuff, I wasn't going to run out with it. So every day uh, for the previous couple of days before I went, I got up, made a little list, put laundry on the list and immediately went and put it in the machine. Because it took me a couple of minutes to do. And then, you know, as I went through my day, I was able to be like, okay, great. So I've done this thing. Now I'm going to go pause and just quickly go hang that up. And great. And then it turns out, you know, you've done that. And I've picked up a couple of the other I'd like to things while I was already in the process of doing one of the things that I like to do. And I got everything done. And it's amazing how much like putting, 
those things on your list and immediately doing one of them can really help make your day feel like you've actually done the things that need doing and mm. not just done the things that need doing, but like you've balanced it. So that it's not like, okay, well, I've done all of the work stuff now, so I guess I'll go do all the personal stuff. Um, you know, if you, if you, you know, obviously I have the privilege of working from home here. Um, but you know, if you, if you, um, if you are in an office, um, you know, like I found, uh, when, you know, when I was working in an office, you know, like I'd get up and I would try and just do a couple of things at home, like even just tiny ones before I went to work, because then I would come home and I wouldn't immediately have to, you know, do all of the things, uh, you know, at the same time as I got home, I would be ready to, you know, just make some dinner and then, you know, do whatever I needed to do after that, um, which certainly made a difference because I was able to say like, okay, all the personal containers don't have to be after the work containers. They can be around the work containers. Sometimes they could potentially even be on top of the work containers. You know, if you need to potentially, you know, like uh, uh, listen to um, a presentation about something or you need to get some thinking time in about something like that might be a good moment to just get up and, you know, do one of the things that you needed to do for yourself, like rearranging your Lego display or similar. Um, so, yeah, I found by by making that list and, uh, you know, just putting putting it there where I can see it. Like, that's the other thing. It has to be where I can see it all day. Um, then uh, it actually ends up making things happen. You know, I really like what you said about um, making sure that the personal doesn't stack after the, you know, worky work stuff. I think that that's really important. That reminds me of when I first moved out, uh, to university uh, a long time ago, uh, and I was starting to live off of, uh, off of a student loan. Uh, my dad said, you know, you really should make a budget. I said, that's a great idea. Let, let, let me do that. And he said, okay, look, show it to me when you're done so we can talk about it. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I figured out, you know, based on my student loan, here is my monthly allowance to myself and let's make sure that I'm taking care of rent and then food and then these utilities and and so on. And and uh, I walked him through it and I said, there, look at that. I've, I've been able to, you know, make a budget and make a budget that works. And he looked at it and he looked at me and he said, I don't think that's going to work. And I said, well, what do you mean? Like everything's covered. I've got my rent. I've got groceries. I've got my utilities. He said, yeah, but at some point someone's going to phone you and you're going to want to go to the bar or you're going to want to go to a restaurant. Like where's, where is there room for, for fun? And I thought to yeah. myself, okay, but this is supposed to be like a responsible budget. Like I, I need to take care of my responsibilities. He said, yeah, but, but, but yes, take care of your responsibilities, but also be realistic and time and money yeah. are the same, are the exact same way. Once they're spent, you do not get them back. I mean, there will always be yes. more time and I have enough privilege to be able to say that there will be more money, but um, eventually, <laughs> yeah. but I think it's really important to make sure that as you think about, as I think about how I spend my time, that it is allocated to take care of not just that which needs to be done in order to keep this train on the tracks, but there is uh, that there is space in there for me and the things I want to do and all of the other sort of needs of of my life. I can't just make a calendar plan that says there I've I will deliver all of the projects that work expects me and I will take care of the things that must be done at home. Uh, there's room for there's room for fun. There's room for play and there is space for the sake of space. That is yes. important because if you leave no room for anything to ever go wrong, uh, when something does go wrong, everything will. 
every everything's out, now everything's out of balance, right? Because all it takes yeah. is for one thing to go a little, take a little bit longer than you thought. And now you, you don't have any, any room to uh, manage or accommodate or absorb for that. So th- those are, those are a couple of other, you know, key principles in terms of how I look at my calendar and my time. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think that is really important. Giving yourself breathing space, you know, uh, everybody knows one person, right, who has a meeting and then there's a meeting and then there's a meeting and then there's another meeting and then, wow, they've got three meetings booked at the same time over lunch. Um, and it turns out they uh, did do the correct thing because they've been in meetings all day and they are in absolutely none of them. Um, and they take a half hour lunch break because none of the meetings could have been that important because otherwise they would have checked whether or not this person's actually free. But if you're constantly in meetings and you're running from this meeting to that meeting to the other meeting and then all the way back again, um, you don't have any time for, uh, oh, and I ran into this person who I've been trying to talk to about something for a while and they've got five minutes. So I'm going to talk to them and ask them about these things. Or, you know what, I just need to go take uh, 10 minutes and do a brain dump and write some stuff down or uh, go outside and get some fresh air and, and just drink some water or something like there is no space and that also means that if something then takes longer than expected then there is absolutely no possibility of recovering things either um and and i think that is you know incredibly important to figure out you know something that i i i learned from uh it was kel newport i went and and checked because i actually pulled pulled the books off my bookcase and, and double checked and it's how to become a straight a student one of the things that he talks about uh, in his book, um, and it's it's in part one that uh, he goes through it, um, is basically every day you should make a schedule, okay? And there you kind of draw a line down the middle of the page. On the left-hand side of the page, you've got like the calendar things, okay? The fixed points in your day where you need to be in a place. And then on the right side, you've got the things that you need to do and your brain dump, like anything that you need to capture throughout the day. Like those could be things that have to be done today or they could just be things that you've thought of and, and you needed somewhere to put them. Um, And the idea with this being like, it's a plan that you can make in less than five minutes every day because you don't need to spend a day planning your day. Um, You want to do it really, really quickly. But then as you go through your day, you can check things off and um, scribble things through, whatever works for you. And you can then, once you've done some of the things, look at your plan and see what's going on, you know, because something happened. Uh, He Mm. uses the example, of course, as being a college student of there was an unexpected Walmart run. And apparently college students are inexplicably unable to not go to Walmart when there's uh, a Walmart run happening. (laughs) I don't quite know this, but I can kind of understand it. It's like whenever I'm driving past Ikea, I'll stop at Ikea. So I'll take it, Um, you know, uh, but, um, you know, like having the ability to then say, okay, like, and now I'm just going to grab my plan. I'm going to see what's already happened. Oh, and look, hey, in my email inbox, like somebody's emailed me asking me if I'm available to do this at four. Um, and I've got like an hour until then. So I'm going to pull the thing that I was going to do at four into now. And then I can, you know, do do the thing that I was going to do now with them at four because that's what they want to talk about. Um, you know, and being able to adapt and adjust your plan as you go. Obviously, this is very dependent on your job. If you've got something where you're going to be in meetings with all the people all day, then, you know, just uh, telling everybody five minutes before like, hey, I've decided to reschedule everything. Have fun. Uh, probably <laughs> not going to work so well. Um, you know, maybe maybe it will. Maybe it will. Uh, probably it won't uh, for various reasons. But when you've got like, you know, the things that need doing at various times and you just need to, to adjust them and then adapt them as you go, I think this does make a lot of sense, and especially where I plan. You know, what I'll do with my my day is I'll like plan 
at lunchtime to do like a household chore of some kind. Okay. You know, as I mentioned, I've got the privilege of working from home. That's usually like run a load of laundry or, um, you know, uh, run the dishwasher or um, clean out the robot vacuum, uh, things like that. You know, uh, the, the, the things that need doing, they're not big things. Um, but if I look at my calendar at lunchtime and I'm like, like, this has been a day, like, <sighs> this is not happening right now. I'm just going to go like sit and veg on the sofa for 20 minutes. That's fine. I just need to push that in somewhere else. And, you know, those are, they're always designed to be tasks that don't take very long. So if I don't need, if I can't get around to it, then I can't get around to it. Um, but it also means that if I look at the day and go, today's going to be a bit of a day, I can pull that forward into the morning. Uh, when I do that and just be right. like, okay, well, let's, let's get this out of the way so that I can, I can do that. And similarly, like planning food. This is one of those things where I am very good at forgetting to plan to eat. Um, like, you know, I have to eat. I'm human, just like you, uh, probably. Um, but hmm? I, I, I do forget. So I actually have like fixed regular repeating events in my calendar for food, not just eating the food, but also cooking the food. Um, and then I can move those around every day, but they're always in my calendar because it reminds me that I actually have to leave enough time, not just to quickly scarf down a snack, but to actually eat proper food, like a balanced meal and things like that, so that I don't end up with everything running into everything else and overbooking myself with all the tasks. Because as you said, there's, there's the have to and the want to's, and I'm very good at putting a lot of want to's on my list. Uh, and so I have to be very careful about picking out the have-tos and making sure that the have-tos, which should be constants, are actually accounted for. See that that's that's a really that's a really good point. I mean, meal meal planning is 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 huge in terms of of having uh, balance in my life around here. But I think what that also speaks to a little bit is being a little bit more discreet in terms of thinking about, you know, if I want to balance the boxes of my life, what even are those boxes? And I think it's it's very easy to think in large terms of like. Okay, well, I have a job, and then I have my personal life, and then I have, you know, like, hey, Scotty J, and like hobbies and that sort of thing. But I think being a little bit more discreet is is helpful. So, in my job, for example, I have you know a role that is uh, strategy. I have a role that is project delivery, and I have a role that is administrative. At home, I have the role of you know husband, dad, meal preparer, home maintenance. Those sorts of things. You know, in my hobbies, I have movies that I like to watch, podcasts I like to listen to, and then, you know, I have blogging that I like to do and podcasting that we're doing right now. I think being a little bit more discreet in terms of identifying, you know, if I want to make sure that my life and boxes are balanced, what even are the boxes? And you know what? Probably I should have started with. But anyway, here we are. I I, I have found that thinking in smaller, more discrete terms is much more constructive to my sense of overall balance than having these bigger boxes. Because sure, maybe I'm devoting the appropriate amount of time overall to my professional life, let's say. But if I haven't given enough time to the strategy part because I'm too consumed with admin, well, then then I am then I am still out of balance, even if it looks like I'm in balance at, you know, a higher level of altitude. So and and to me, this comes a lot out of, you know, first of all, like a weekly reflection of, you know, how how has this week gone? What is the health level? You know, and I don't have to have like an accurate measurement scale or anything, but just, you know, from tummy feelings, how does the health of all of these boxes feel? And then what does that mean for each day coming up when I do a daily plan? What do I need to maybe 
pay a little bit less attention to or try to force myself to pay less attention to, more like it, so that I can make room and time to pay more attention to these other things. And, and th that kind of directional reflection as part of weekly review uh, is is huge because, you know, it identifies, it reminds me what it is I'm trying to balance in the first place. And then it helps me reflect on how have I been doing about that? Do, where do I need to improve? Or is it, you know, or what are the things that I just need to pat myself on the back on because I've handled? That's mm -hmm. that's a huge part of the cycle. Yes. And I think something that you, you touched upon very briefly there, you know, like you kind of came at this from the wrong place because you didn't know uh, which boxes uh, you would have. Actually, that's like that's something that's just important to know in, in life that there isn't necessarily a right place to start. Right. You don't have to start by balancing, um, you know, the, the personal and the work. If that's a little too much, like you can just say, OK, well, I'm going to just start by looking within my work life. OK, am I getting the things done, gut feel, is is the right stuff happening in the right places, etc. Mm -hmm. And then you can um, bring that over into, um, you know, the other areas of your life. And you can do those discreetly. Okay, you can balance the, the, the you can balance within a, a, a category without having to balance all of the categories to start with. Because sometimes you, it's actually very difficult to balance all the categories. Because you know that 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 game um, that you have, like when you have to like guess a number of sweets in a jar. Um, right. Only imagine the jar is mostly opaque. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't really know, do you? Like you don't actually have a clue at that point. Um, what what's going on? Like, are there sweets in the jar at all? Like, you can't touch it. You're not allowed to pick it up. So, uh, what what's happening with this? Um, and until you know what's involved in those inside of those categories it's very difficult to say well you know this is supposed to um be taking up you know this much space in my life and that's that's what feels right because you know what yes okay your job maybe is supposed to take up eight hours a day monday to friday um but um you also you know have to do everything else and you know if you can get everything done within that time period and still have time to, you know, take a, a decent lunch break and everything, that's fine. Like, that's a good thing. Uh, but if it turns out that once you've looked at everything and you've gone, okay, well, I'm balancing the bits in here. And then you look at it and you go, well, there's no way that I can get all that done in the time that's available to me. Um, then maybe what you actually need to do is uh, say, hey, I'm going to need some help with some of this. Like, you know, there's a lot of things going on here. Um, I feel like I've been dropping some balls and, you know, I'm not going to be able to get all of them uh, in, in the air and keep them in the air consistently. So you can then, you know, actually do the things that you want or need to do as is appropriate with that. But until you know what's in the boxes, until you know how much these things weigh, like you wouldn't just walk into somebody's house if you're helping them move and just pick up a box and, and walk out with it, right? You're going to either look in the box to see, um, you know, what's in there and if it's going to be heavy or you're going to, you know, like give it a sort of test lift where you start sliding your fingers under it or into the holders or whatever to see how heavy this is. Okay, you're going to look at it size-wise. Like if you just pick up a box and it turns out that it's actually like a sofa, like, and you just can't see that, then that's really difficult to maneuver on your own. So you maybe you need some help. And the same thing ought to apply when you're when you're looking at balancing these categories. You need to know what is this category. And you can only do that once you've actually spent a bit of time playing and evaluating with these. 
Absolutely. And then and then the last thing that I would remind myself too is that it, it completion is not the goal, balance is. There is infinite amount of work. There is infinite amount of content. There are infinite numbers of ideas. And I have immediate access to all the things in the internet on a supercomputer glowing in my pocket. So I will never be done everything. And of course, I'm only working on good things because all of the you know, bad work has been, you know, called out and all the easiest problems have been solved, meaning, you know, we're left with only the complicated, tough stuff. Um, so I, I remind myself that I, I, I work in the pursuit of, of balance, not in the pursuit of, of finishing everything. There is a, a, the number of projects that we want to do around the house is, is overwhelming. We will never accomplish them all. The number of things I wish I could teach my kids is I'll, I'll never get all of that done. The amount of work that I could do in my job, no chance. So it's it, it's about balance, not about finishing because never finished. Exactly. You don't have to complete all of the things to be able to be happy in your life. You, you just have to know what the things are that you need to do to be happy. So let's go be happy, everyone. Uh, thanks for uh, Thanks for hanging with us. This has been awesome, Rose, as always. Yes, yes. I always love talking to you. I always end up learning things and going away with new ideas. So good. Um, as we said, if you want to find all of our episodes, they are on the internet at uh, nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you'd like to support us, we'd love that. You can get a bonus episode every month for it, as well as access to our AMA and stickers through nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. You can tweet with us at nestedfolders. And you can also find us individually on the internet. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, where might that be for you? Uh, best place to go is rosemaryorchard.com, which links to all the things I do all around the internet, including this podcast and some others. Um, and also you can find me uh, at micro.blog, which also uh, works with Mastodon at, uh, with the username Rosemary Orchard and also on uh, uh, Twitter with at Rosemary Orchard. What about you, Scotty? Uh, I can be found on Twitter at HeyScottyJ or on the internet at HeyScottyJ.com, which may be moving soon. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you could try me on Mastodon. I'm there at HeyScottyJ. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with the dumpster fire that is social media these days, uh, but it's uh, HeyScottyJ. That's all you need to know. Thanks, everybody. And mm -hmm. we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks, Rose. Goodbye.